Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Members from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. He nods, he says, yes, I accept. Okay. He does it in a rather formal manner. Hopefully she's approving of. <laughs> and Clicker comes out of the bush. So, as you're coming out of the bush, Odithu, with her front legs, she kneels with her front legs and she holds her longbow up to proffer the longbow to you. And she places a longbow in your in your hand and then leaves one of her hands out to accept the pearl. And when you put the pearl in her hand, she bows. At the same time, Clicker, you come out into the open, making making known that you were there. And when you come out, Pradish, once more, he brings his pike up and Odithu quickly jumps back up to her feet. She reaches a hand out for the longbow, but quickly pulls it back and nods and who goes there what is this Ah. is this another of yours here you are yes yes i belong to them he points his pike at where clicker is coming from and he looks at you volan having made the exchange does it speak true and Sylvan, in a very formal tone, says, Yes, this one is with us. I apologize if she has frightened you. The urge to lie was strong there. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, Clicker, Clicker just moves on casually. She doesn't even stop. Like, ever since she, she started walking, she hasn't stopped. And she started walking, like... As I said, some meters before the edge of the grass line or or bush line, whatever. Yep. And just very casually strolls closer. Oh, you're trading! I put the bow inside the party sheet for you, Volan, so you can grab that and remove the pearl. So when you confirm that Pradish brings his pike back and again points the the spear or the pointy end, the sharp end, points it back down into the earth and kind of uses it a little bit almost as like um, a cane of sorts, but clearly not, not needing it with four legs. So you can see that beyond them, you can see clearly that the path continues on past them as well and they 
kind of back up a little bit to the side of each path, uh, looking at you. And Odithu kind of gestures with her hand that... A very common gesture of, yes, you may pass. Who are your friends? And Clicker probably joins the group now, only a few feet away. Uh, they are friendly uh, centaurs that are uh, uh, providing us with uh, a path uh, out of uh, this wonderful, wonderful forest. They nod at your words. You, you see that even the continents of Prater smiles at your words. And Odithu says, When you meet Grandma Eltwinkle, remember, that's the kind of respect you need to bring. Uh... I do understand, and I will try my best. Let's uh, continue. Wait! I want to trade too! The trade has been done, bird one. More trade, more trade! What would you offer? And she she points at, at the pike. Or is there any other item on them? they wear armor you point at the pike and you see what perhaps you hadn't seen from where your friends were standing previously as he holds that pike fiercely and he says the trade has been done late one my look I have something very special from the land of the humans and her eyes just go wide as she says the land of the humans and she grabs into her backpack and pulls out the silk rug (laughs) give me a performance check open or hidden Uh, any open because you are performing in the open oh yes (laughs) And she pulls it out, and like Billy Mays, she just starts to gesture onto how 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 amazing it is. Look, look! No, not the run. That's way too valuable. Indeed, indeed. Pradesh does not bow in the same fashion as Odithu had bowed, but he holds out his hands to take a look at this, and Odithu uh, closes in with him as well to take a look. And this is not human make. This this has been not made by hands. It is woven by magic. Yes, yes. It is very special. Don't scare. It's super soft. And then she reaches over and then releases the rug into... What was his name, sorry? Pradesh. Pradesh's hand for hands. Yeah, I suppose it would make good bed, I guess. Uh, not practical, I think, but... And uh, Odithu kind of looks and she's kind of, you know, head's kind of wobbling and she's thinking about something. It is 
pretty, but the deal... Uh, no, this one, we... Maybe there is another who would take this trade. For me, no. It would be perfect for a small one to cuddle with. <laughs> who should I speak to? <laughs> oh, Dithu. <laughs> Listen to this bird. At which point, Odithu, from her back, she, she flourishes out a long sword and she holds it up and she looks fiercely at Pradesh. This will not go good with Glim, Pradesh. Hold your tongue. And then she offers the rug back to you, Clicker. Mm -hmm. She takes it. I think it's best you hold on to that. Flicker just nods, and there's a very quick, very click, quick, yeah, a very click, <laughs> quaking sound, very nice, very quick clicking sound coming from, from her beak that probably doesn't mean much, but the others know, at least excluding Norbit, that this is a sign of frustration, but she doesn't show at all other than that. Yes, probably... Thorn probably, after being with you for so many months, probably might know that, eh? Uh, Norbit, I thought. I said, did I say Norbit? Did I say Thorn? Norbit would only have been with you for a few days. Right, that's why I said Norbit probably doesn't know, but the other two do. Ah, uh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't know. Yeah, 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 gotcha, sorry. Yeah. Probably was not clear about it. That's good, good. So, once more, they offer you... I think before you leave, Pradesh says, For adventurers, you do not carry much. Strange. We have not been lucky in life. And yet, you are here to visit Grandma Untwinkle. Very brave. Uh, if you say so. It is good you are not from Ashen Bats tribe. What's wrong with the Ashen Bats? They are famous from the sinkhole. I thought perhaps Tiefling being close. Uh, you got the uh, wrong Tiefling here. What, do we all look alike? Yes. A little red flag raised right there. <laughs> it racist, isn't it? Species. At which point the two of them go back and... Uh, oh, mark up in your, your inventory, Thorn, that you've got a, a pouch of Tuscali resin to give to Grandma Ellen Twinkle. On it. Cool. Otherwise, yes, indeed, the path continues on past them as they once more begin. But this time you notice that Pradesh is certainly not offering any more advice as they continue their conversation in Sylvan once more about the Tuscali corpse. And Volan, you catch 
them talk whether or not they might find any jelly in this one. But you're not sure what that means. Yeah, and as we walk, I think I would bring it up. Uh, tell me, what were you doing with the creature hung? Oh, you're asking them? Yeah. It's very strange. I Why such a thing? Everybody knows, Tuscali. Why it so appears is very strange. I really screwed this accent. I started up as trying to be British and I've messed it huge. Whatever. Wait, that was British? At the beginning, <laughs> I was going for ancient, ancient English type thing. Prithee, thee, thou. And then I just lost it. Oh, well. Happens. Happens. Bloodiness. You should know it all not. Where's my automatic voice modulator for ancient English? Please translate that for me. So you ask, and he, he was like, Yes, the this one, there was three that came. This being the largest, he was flying. We took him down. We shot him. The other two took off running. How they came into the forest here is... This is not common. In, in all my life, I never hear. My father's life, never hear. Tuscali in, in Grandma Elmtwinkle's forest. Have you asked her? Maybe why that may be? Oh, you haven't seen her after this. He smiles as you ask this question. And, uh, Volan, you can give me... Uh, would, I guess it would be a wisdom check. I don't really care which wisdom it is. Just some form of wisdom check. Standard. Yeah, you wouldn't know. So she she responds and she answers you, Thorn. There is ways which we keep each other informed. Grandma Elmtwinkle knows already. Well, uh, that's great. Um, uh, may I ask, is it uh, a spell? She gestures to the forest around you and says, Can you not hear the voices? Can, can I hear the voices? Am I going crazy? At this point, Volan, you kind of catch on that they're referencing that there are fey creatures throughout the forests. Mm. And you get the, get the, the idea that they're indicating that through the creatures of the forest, they inform each other of what's going on. As if, like, kind of explaining the moment, uh, Volan looks back and says, The forest sees for Grandma Elwinkle. Do you understand? Um, no. But I'm sure you can explain it on the way, Volan. He shakes his hand. I do not think so. <laughs> <laughs> Odithu says to you, Volan. May your hooves never be cloven. May your path always be straight. Wait, he doesn't have any hooves. What? And she just shakes her head. 
Oh, 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 well. Let- Shakes her head and makes that gesture of the fing- finger circling at the temple. Volan, underst- Volan understands that she's giving you a very profound analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's head out. Okay. So, anything that you guys are wanting to do or say while you're walking away amongst yourselves? Generana, why goodbye? Oh, sure. I could get rid of the rug. <laughs> you don't want the rug anymore? It's dead weight. I uh, see. Well, I mean, if you want, you can pass it on to me. I'll hold on to it for now. No. Nope. <laughs> it's mine. Uh-huh. Are you sure you're not part magpie? <laughs> is that a... You know what a magpie is? Mm-mm. So... Magpies are kind of like your nuisance birds or, or scavengers. They're scavenger birds. They like shiny things. Oh, uh, th- yeah, yeah, th- those ones. Yep, I know which ones. So I don't know if Clicker would take that as an insult or not. I thought it was funny. I wish I was. At least I could fly. Oh, that just brings the mood down. So a few minutes past the centaurs, and you notice that you are no not in a clearing, but that the tunnel is growing larger. Larger, the flora, the vines, the thorns quickly expand and form instead of a 15-foot f- diameter. I think I said it quickly <clears throat> expands to form an 80-foot radius half cylinder instead. So it gets clearly it's gotten a hell of a lot larger. Small emerald green flowers sprout up along the pathway. Some vines drop down 40 feet from the ceiling and they curve out to meet the wall, while other vines simply just impale themselves into the ground. You see thorns tangle through the pathway, but none grow within 10 feet of those emerald flowers. The tunnel is still fairly dark, except for a few areas where light bleeds through and again, those vibrant columns where I showed you before in those pictures. But overall, it's just much brighter than the the previous section that you've now just left. So uh, now that you're gonna check those flowers as well? Nah, I don't think you're gonna be checking anything for a while. Good to know. Why? Well, why? Well, I mean, last time, <laughs> not having a lot of lot of success when it comes to touching things that grow in the ground. First science, then touchy touchy. Is that a scientific term, touchy touchy? I think about as sciencey as a total can be. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow, I uh, wonder if that bounced off your shell. Hash. Poor Norbit. <laughs> Flicker doesn't laugh, but you can you can see as her as her beak goes up in the air and she she start, starts chittering. Um, and then she gives you like a little push with a fist. Norbit. Yeah, Norbit just turns around and winks at her. Good one, birdie. So you notice as well as you're continuing on along that the same, the worn path remains the same worn path as it was before. And even though the, the, the tunnel has expanded to get much larger, what you have noticed now is that every once in a while you can see a tree that actually will grow up near the pathway, not on the pathway, but beside the pathway. And it grows up and its branches, normally the, tr the trunk is straight up and then it branches spread out and just joins into the the shaping of that tunnel and you're walking along and suddenly you hear another voice speaking in sylvan once more oh what was that did you understand that volan It is of no alarm. The voice was shouting and it was coming from behind a tree that is growing in front of you. And the voice continues and it says, No sé por qué ha sucedido este soltaron, pero la huella en cuico me trata bien. Tengo poder aquí. I'm assuming Volan has taught me a little bit of Sylvan. I go, uh, Ala? Um, come estas? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I look to the centaurs and say... The centaurs are way past. Oh, are they? Yep. Oh, I thought we were walking kind of with them. No, no, they stayed with the... They stayed with the corpse of the Tuscali. Oh. We, sh we should keep moving. <laughs> you don't see what speaks in this tiny female voice, but of a sudden you can hear the movement of... Plant life that is nearby in the trail begins to uh, vines break through the earth and stretch up and very quickly you see that in front of you in the trail some plant-ish type things basically sprout up before you and at that point you see a female about four and a half feet tall plantish looking female pops out from the tree behind that she was behind looks at you as she continues to gesticulate with her hands and as she's gesticulating it seems to be that her hands are movement of her hands coincide with the the plants that are sprouting up and they spring to life and you see
share the map. Cute little treants. <laughs> oh, the new symbols. Which one is the share? Shoot. It's always at the one on the right. Oh, on the left, sorry. Yeah, there it is. We're in the same location. Yeah, I just get I get thrown. So you guys can set yourselves up on how you want to be on that path. Yes, it looks like there's rocks and it's a, a cliff off to the side here. That's not quite the case. It's I was hard to find a forest tunnel picture. I like this one. How wide is the tunnel? Last time you said we had uh, 15 feet to work with. How much is it now? 80 foot radius, so 160 feet wide. Okay. And you see... Sorry, just... Let me... Okay. And the female four and a half feet tall creature is the tree token? <laughs> no, no, no. So after the those plants are fully coming out of the ground, the tree that she is standing beside, you watch as she steps into the tree. Of course. So, you guys can give me your initiative rolls, please. Oh, the diplomacy. I know, it's like, oh, wouldn't you know, um, we couldn't even leave. <laughs> Silva equals Spanish. <laughs> Dwarvish is Scottish. Yeah. Infernal is German. Too funny. Okay. So, Clicker, you are up first. You see, so what do you see? So you see that the two that pop up more or less to the side of the worn pathway are, uh, let's see if I've got a description of them here. They very much look like, from what they came from, they look like the vines that wrapped up in wreaths, so they look like a humanoid-figured plant made up of vines that is in the shape of a human. The other was a smaller tree that was already there. It wasn't a big one. It stood, it's a large-sized tree, and it just kind of shook itself and popped itself up out of the ground. And it's a little bit further up the path. So the two straddle the path and the larger one is up the path. All right, the clicker, you're up. I would like to use my bonus action to hide against the side of the tunnel. Okay. Is it possible? Because the tunnel is obviously a very... There's trees and there's vines and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say there, there's many trees. There's more vines that are coming down and whatnot that you would be able to hide behind, sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're going to give me your stealth roll? Okay. So you quickly hide as your cunning action. And then? Um... Gonna unsheathe the rapier. Okay. And ready an action 
If something comes in striking range, I'm gonna attack it. Okay. Otherwise, I'm gonna wait. Perfect. Okay. The massive tree, its limbs shiver and shake as it slowly begins to move forward. Not on the path. Oops, I got a lock tokens. Sorry. As it begins to walk forwards slowly along the side of the pathway. It gets there. That's its turn. You may take your ready to action clicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before, before I do that, is there enough indication that these things seem hostile? Or threatening oh, yes. in any way? They, they okay. clearly seem hostile. Okay. So she's gonna try and find any sort of part that seems less um, hardened and not covered by bark, perhaps, or otherwise just pierce between two bark pieces, if possible. Alright. And you For readily... I forgot my... Wait, what? What is happening? Where did that D4 come from? Effects? Where's my effect? My effect is... Oh, you still have the bless, bless on that Norwood placed on you. So that's fine. I'll just remove the three from the roll. You don't have to re-roll. I'll remove the bless from that Norwood put on all of you guys. I do also have advantage because of I'm hidden, right? Yes. Is that enough to hit? Oh, absolutely. Regardless? With your rapier, okay. you... You poke this tree-ish looking creature. That's... And you notice that as you smack into it, you're... Even though you're looking for that point... It's a tree. It is a tree. That's true. Yeah. It is a tree. And it doesn't do as much damage as you hoped. Of course. Your strength is zapped when you hit it. Oh. <laughs> Next. Yep. Norbit, you're up. What are you going to do? You there, Norbit? Push to talk? Yep, Norbit's gonna join in the tree hacking. Okay. So you move forward. And you smash into the tree with your fish battle axe. What kind of damage do you do? I didn't show up as a hit. Yeah, you need to control left click the, the tree to target it. But you did manage to get the damage right. Why did you get an extra D8? Because his last hit was a crit, I think. Extra D8. It says slashing critical. Yeah, that looks like the. Or, or is that because of the damage type, perhaps? Did you hold down shift when you when you rolled it? That's the other way it can be done. I could have had, yeah, could have done that. Could have had that down while I was talking and rolling at the same time. Let's just see. Let's see what happens here. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. So I will just remove that extra six. So instead of 13, you did seven. 
Oops. Should be a 1d8 plus 3 is all it should be. I think you just applied another 9. No, I, I removed the 9, so I need to just remove 6. Okay. And you targeted, just to be sure, you targeted... The B-Tree. Yeah, okay, cool. So you slash your battle axe into the tree, and <clears throat> you manage... The axe bites into the tree, and it does full damage. You don't feel the the knocking vibration of, of a poorly placed hit. Volan, you're up. Volan's gonna do a short quip in Sylvan and say, why do you attack us? As he runs up and attacks the tree. Okay. You run up beside the tree, swinging your sword, excited not sure what it is that has gotten you to be so clumsy or maybe it's not clumsy maybe it's just that you when you swing your swing is so askew that you just glance off the bark and it does not hurt the tree at all we'll end my turn thorn uh, with everyone else having a hack and slash at the uh, tree I, I guess I'll pull out my bow and take a shot at it okay it'll be wood on wood action you have no problem as you pull back your the fletching and release and then I step back okay okay this guy moves up to there the vines move up to the edge of the trail. Wait, 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 wait. It moves, sorry, it moves up to here. And as it moves up, it drags its hands, its vinish hands along the earth. And you see the vines kind of rippling in the earth as it tries to entangle. I probably should have read that a little bit better. 15 foot radius. Yep, that's 15 foot radius. Far out. Oh, well. Live and learn. Are you, are you casting the spell Entangle? It's special to them. It has oh, okay. limited range. Fart. <laughs> so it moves up to there and it tries to Entangle and it does not do the trick. Does it Entangle a tree? You see the, the vines sprout, and they come so close to you, Norbit, looking to grasp at your feet, but sadly, not quite close enough. And the other one moves up to there, and that's as much as it can do. Thorn, you're back up. Hmm. Hang on. Just, um... Ah. Ah, the spell is only a, a summary of it. Just a moment. I was thinking of casting a spell, but um, I don't know the range. Yeah, 24 cube, okay. Okay, so um, I concentrate for a moment and unleash a um, 
sparkle of uh, blue and uh, green pur purple energy over the two creatures, Norbit and uh, Big Tree. And uh, I say initially, sorry Norbit, but um, maybe we can uh, try and take these things down quicker. And I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on them. target doesn't do any damage but it makes you easier to hit yep um, things failed so all failed except for one and that one wasn't Norbit dang Norbit was one of the ones that failed so the large tree is affected norbit is affected and the one to the north east is a, is affected so what this does is um it means that they can't be invisible can't go invisible which is probably not needed but um they're also easier to hit it grants advantage yeah. yeah and that's my turn cool all right uh the tree, even though Clicker having attacked it right away and revealed its presence, the tree is not very intelligent and it didn't catch on to what had just happened with Clicker coming out from unawares and it focuses on its initial target and it tries to slam Norbit. Ooh, and slam Norbit, indeed Ouch. it does. This is going to hurt Norbit. Norbit, after getting smashed by this, Norbit is bleeding profusively. Clicker. He's, he's an easier target. Oh boy. Yeah, Clicker is going to take another jab. With advantage. And again, you poke the tree with your rapier. So at least you get snake attack this time. Not as much damage as you would have hoped, but still, each little bit helps as you chip away bark from the, the creature. Okay. Can can I hide as a bonus action? Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. In this, yes. In this position? Or is it un, unfeasible? You can always try. It's your your bonus action, so your your cunning action. As somebody who is not as proficient with the rule system, I'm asking: Is this is this something that could theoretically work? Is this something that the rule system allows, even though I'm directly next to it? You're in a place where there's flora, so you could always mm -hmm. try to. And you're not really sure where this creature's face is, so you could give it a whirl and see what happens. Okay, I did. Okay. Then that's it. All right. Okay, so this guy moves up to the closest target. It will once more... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. 
I forgot to click on that before, so that's done. So instead, <clears throat> it sends its vinish hands out towards you, clicker. Or not clicker, Norbit. And its, nor its vine hands grasp around you. <clears throat> you need to give me a strength saving throw, please. Oh, look at that. So even though it's it's vine it's vines grasp around you, they they try to constrict around you, but you're able to shake them off, but not before they pull at your flesh. They know it's Dan. <laughs> oh yeah, Norbert falls down. Norbert is now unconscious. One plus two, three points damage. Norbert is down and unconscious. Oh no. That means because, uh, let me just check here, what are rules? I think that when you go unconscious, the rules, our new rules say you take you get exhaustion. 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 Yep, you get a level of exhaustion. Is it immediate? I believe it is immediate. When you drop to zero, yep. I think so. Okay. And that's its turn. This one here, it looks like it tries to get across the path but is unable to so it moves along the pathway here and it reaches its hands out towards you volan and you see its hands reaching across the path but they fall five feet short of latching on to you volan volan in an act of desperation Go there. Okay. And drawing upon this unknown power that's been granted to him, he's going to cast Arms of Hadar. Okay. Um, the two enemies within 10 feet of me need to make a strength saving throw, which okay. I will do because that's how we. So you can control left it's... click each of them. Yep. And each. Oh, I did it differently, but. Oh, dude, that was terrible. They both succeeded. Okay, well, they take half damage. Okay. Uh... <laughs> so, because you haven't targeted them, just roll the damage that they, which they would take and we'll just take care of that after the fact. Because I did target them, you mean? Oh, okay, yes, you did target them. Yeah, okay, it should work then. All right, just drop the damage on both of them. Yeah. Ooh, nice. That would have been good. Okay. Yeah, so that worked. Ten and seven halved. It already did it. Well, if you would, next time, control left click both of them at the same time, and you would notice that it would roll the saving throw at the same time, and it would apply, that first damage would have applied. So, uh, I'm not going to That's okay. Bother. Don't, don't fix it. I did that on purpose. I knew what I was doing would do it separately. So. Oh, okay. That's, that's where you fine. wanted to go. Cool. All right. Uh, in that case, they take no other effect, and uh, I'm kind of in a wonky position. Okay, end my turn. Okay. Did not go as planned. Norbit in the tower. Death saving throw. 
Okay. In the tower? Yes. You guys don't know if he's going to die or not. So, yep. He remains laying there beside the tree, blood pooling around him, coughing up blood a little bit. Doesn't sound good at all. Clicker, you're up. Let me check some item. I do not have a torch. Huh. Okay. So, it's going to be another job. And uh, she she probably doesn't even see what's happening to Norbit, so she actually just, just continues as before. Okay. I'm making use of that advantage again. Indeed you may, because it did not notice you as you drop down beside it to hide and your jab once more is totally effective also i do have i also do have gang up because there's another person yep. threatening it well you could you could certainly try a well you don't get double advantage so you already got advantage from fairy right. fire so you wouldn't get any, any and extra that as advantage. well no hold on that that the tree is not fairy fire yeah it is it's the other two yep the tree is very fired. Is? Norbert is very fired. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're all identified. Creature ten is very fired. Fantastic. I have three times advantage then. <laughs> and it does show a little bit on the damage with sixteen probably halved to eight. You managed to pierce the tree so well this time. Big chunks of not just bark this time, but. A big chunk of the trunk itself falls off and you can see the sap of the tree, the white sap begins to come out in large rivulets. Okay. And as a bonus action, I would try to hide again. Okay. All right. Because she doesn't know she needs to be a target. That's right. Okay. You can pass your turn. You watch as the tree shivers and shakes and it shifts and you see something about the trunk shifts and you think that this time the tree perhaps is actually looking at you, Clicker. And it strikes. Oh, and it hits too. Oh, this is going to hurt, Clicker. Damn it. I don't even use have uncanny dodge yet. Not yet. Ouch. Big ouch. 14 damage. Yes. Level 2 is a tough life. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Especially when you got a creature doing 3d6. Guacamole. Oh. I want... No, I, I can't. Clicker is barely... She probably got whipped against the... The... Uh, what is it called? Wall. The, the tunnel wall. The wall. Tunnel. Yeah. Yep. And you can see her barely moving from the shock and the impact for a moment. Yep. And only very slowly crawls back out of the little hole that she made as she was flung against it. It's the feathers rain down from above. Volan. Uh, Volan is going to... I can't 
Uh, I think I'm just gonna have to slash at it with the sword again. Okay. But I get advantage. Oh, I should already be granting advantage. So. Yep. Because it's got the fairy fire on it. Thing too. And you smash into it with your sword. And with, ooh, what did you slash? You slashed at the tree, right? Yes. You dealt piercing damage with a short sword. Uh, number 10 looks like it's been damaged. No, no, it did, you did hit the tree, but it, is that sword? Oh, short sword is piercing. I thought it was slashing. No. Okay. No, it's finesse -y. Yes, right. So, the tree is wobbling profusively now. Just, <clears throat> you can see that just a few bits of it remain. Another hit like that, and that'll be that. And uh, that will end my turn. Okay. <laughs> I, bad habit. Thorn. Sorry, I always declare it because we're we're a table. It's online, man. You got to declare your end of turn because you don't know. <laughs> yep. Thorn, you're up. All right. I'll aim aim for its uh, nice molten center. Hopefully, uh, take a pot shot. Ooh, nice. A 17 and a 16. And with that, you manage to cut that last remaining strand. Or actually, you tell me. What was this shot, this incredible shot that takes out this large tree? So, um, the hacking that uh, Norbit did previously has left uh, a little bit of a, a wedge in its trunk. And I just find the uh, right point to fire the arrow to cause the center of gravity tip to tip over and it, it falls down like a, a tree felled okay i don't i don't decide not to say timber um, <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna ask are you are you shouting timber <laughs> no not this time then i start running up to norbert hopefully able to save him before he perishes okay it's actually a pretty legit question though in what direction does it fall? Not on me. <laughs> so I ask, um, uh, did anyone, uh, uh, sorry, uh, did uh, you guys hear the uh, tree fall in the forest? And then I had my turn. If only Norbert could respond in his unconscious, bleeding, profusively state. In a tower, your next roll, please. Okay. You can hear that Norbit, his breathing seems slightly less ragged than it was before. Because it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's not so much blood coming out because I've run out of blood. <laughs> right. Turtles have blood or is it just water? Just alcohol. <laughs> water and alcohol. Alright, I'll pass your turn then. Okay. Oh, it's recharged. All right. It once more tries to cat use the entangle. Okay. Centered on itself. So. Please tell me that it doesn't deal damage. Grasping roots and vines sprout out in a 15 foot radius circle around the creature. 
the area becomes difficult terrain. And it tries to, you need to give me a DC 11 sa strength saving throw, Volan. Strength saving throw. Yep. That's pretty good. Okay. So the vines, they tr even though it's become vines everywhere, they reach up and they try to grasp at your legs, but you're able to step out of the way before it can catch hold of you. And this one here, seeing what its companion does, it does the exact same thing. Ah, shit. <laughs> I should draw that stuff out <laughs> before. Five. Oh, man, I thought I had you too. Fire That's... out. Ah. Okay. Well. It's the second time you used Entangle with a 15 well, foot you know, radius I'm sitting and he there, doesn't I'm looking... catch anybody. I'm sitting there looking as I draw the dang circles. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, that's not 15. There's the center. 5, 10. Oh, there we go. 15. It's not. Ooh. There's 15. Yeah. Also, bad. it's not standing on, on one square. It's standing on two squares. It's offset. We've been playing that way from the beginning. Yeah. Yes, I get your point. Yeah. So, the vines, they were where i should have said this to you as well volan because you're still you're standing on the path same with you thorn the vines that that shape up in the pathway that come up where the worn path is are there's less of them where the path is so while on the path you can roll your saving throw at advantage says it me as well yes for you as well thorn so strength saving throw. Yeah. All right. So, and again, they feebly are not able to latch on to you. Clicker, you're up. Clicker with really the last... Uh, hold on. I got to think about it. What is going through her head right now? She's on the verge of death. I'm gonna make make a wisdom save to see what she does. Okay, Clicker barely gets up out of the the little cavity that she that her body left in in the in the wall, and she sees the trees the tree fall and then sees the grasping roots coming out of the out of the ground pretty much everywhere, mm -hmm. and. Probably nobody's looking at her, so I'm not even going to describe what she looks like, but she's going to move nowhere. She's standing still. Standing and still. And she's going to grab, she's just going to release, release the rapier in into into the bushes behind her so it doesn't like clatter on, on solid ground or whatever. Okay. And grabs a sling from Norbit. Oh. The wonky one. Okay. We put some rules about that sling, didn't we? I don't think you told us. You just said it's not really working that well. 
if you open up its um if you open it up inside your inventory mm -hmm. so poorly made that its attack is at disadvantage oh yeah that's good enough and she's gonna use one of the three pebbles yeah okay one of the three pebbles that she has in her belt pouch it's even in the okay. inventory i'm not even making this up Vicky, she picked them up when when we were in the cave okay Subtracting one from those. So I think all you, did you put them up as ammunition? So if you go, yeah, there you go. You're cool. You got it. Yeah. So I picked up some pebbles as well. You did. They're just not showing. But... So are you moving? You're staying right there, and you're targeting which one? Number nine. Okay. The the left one that yep. almost hit nobody. Yep. Is that? A sneak attack? Am I hidden after being smashed against the wall? You are not hidden. If not, yeah. okay. Um, taking taking out the the sling and and loading it with a pebble, is that one move? The move action. So dropping your rapier is a free action, and then mm -hmm. pulling your sling out is not a is not a free action that is getting armed because you used your free action already right. so you that's would, a move right yeah well not no it's not a movement pulling the sling out from wherever you had it hidden away that is your action that's an action okay so uh the question is do i still have my bonus action to hide before yeah you, you haven't used your bonus action yet so mm, okay and i will say that Creature number 10 is still sparkly, whereas creature number 9 is not sparkly. That's right. This is an FYI. The fairy that, fire is okay. still on 10. She's trying to hide anyway, so it, it fits right in there. Sorry for taking so long. Here's the stealth. Do I do I get advantage? Oh, that's your stealth roll. Yeah, so I get... No, so I get a advantage against... Or on the attack. Or counter out the disadvantage more so uh, i see okay so yes you duck down as your cunning action after having dropped your rapier you duck back down into the the flora that you're hiding behind and yes you are pretty much invisible okay so the advantage and disadvantage cancel each other out oh it already has disadvantage i should have pressed advantage okay it still hits. But it still hits. Yeah. But what you have to do <laughs> with is... disadvantage. <clears throat> I don't think the weapon itself has disadvantage on it. It'd be, it would have been you had to press the button in order for the disadvantage to get there. So any which way, I'm happy with that. You can re-roll it if you like, where it would just be a regular roll. But if you want to throw your rock, go for it. Oh, probably because I'm not proficient. Is that an option? Well, did you add uh, the disadvantage effect? No, you don't get disadvantage. Simple range, that should be that should fall under simple ranged. Yeah, if you're not proficient in something, you don't have the proficiency modifier. It doesn't give you disadvantage. Yeah. Mm, okay. And it's a sling. I can see, yes, you're proficient. So it's fine. Yeah. So you can roll your damage. And because I count as hidden, I do have sneak attack, right? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Nice. That's the one shot. 14 damage. And what is it that you do when you 
release this freaking pebble that basically takes out this creature. Clicker holds the the pebble right next to her face and she takes a very long slow aim just like this turn took way too long and <laughs> and she she notices that her hand is is shaking she's she's extremely frightened for for her life and for whatever else happened during the last couple of days it's now all encroaching on her much like whenever you have some negative experience everything just comes back Yep. Everything negative from the past days. Yep. And then she focuses and she gets her hand to be completely still and releases and the pebble flies directly at the head of the creature. And perhaps there is someone who looks over you, some reason that draws that pebble perfectly right into the sweet spot of those vines that cause the vines to unravel and it falls to the ground. And as it falls to the ground, the entangling growth that's there disappears as well. And you hear in the in the background, Elm Twinkle is with you. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bar. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, the Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.